Good morning, midday, evening, or whatever the fuck you're listening to us. This is Drunk Discussions Podcast. My name is Connery, and I'm joined with Jake, back again. Jake from State Farm is back. Uh, he's definitely been a popular. We haven't had him on in, what, like 30 episodes? So It's been a hot minute. Y'all need to give me a call more often. You know, Look, life is life, man. It's been busy. Life I think, happens. I think we've had you like it or not. I think we've had we've had guests on basically the past three four weeks. I can't remember. You had but, a viewer guest a couple weeks ago. That was fun. Um, which or one was, was that? Last that week? Was that Ben? That was Ben last week. Yeah, I believe so. I yeah, no, that that was a decent podcast. Um, I don't think we're going to get too political this one. Uh, probably, look, it's not our cup of tea as far as the podcast goes, but um, my TikTok platform, guys, give me a follow. It's maybe Sean C. Uh, look, it's grown. It's it's still, I guess you could call it, it's similar to what people describe as a penis, micro. Uh, so I'm like a micro influencer now. I think that's the best way of putting it. But uh, it's it's going pretty good. Um, save time. Miss Rosie O'Donnell is a fan. Rosie O'Donnell, Ken Russell, um, R Truth, who's Ron Killings, WWE superstar. Um, so yeah, I, look, it's growing. Um, I'm very happy with it. But growing get, just like my micro penis. No, which isn't much, but it's it's growing. Uh, yeah, look, we've got a lot to talk about today. We've got a lot of things planned. Um, but I guess we should start with the huge. What are you drinking on, bud? Got myself a little bit of whiskey, and we got the Miller Light. Whiskey Miller Light. That's about as American as it gets. Bad shit to good shit, or is it good shit to bad shit? We're not sure yet. Depends on how the morning shits go. Correct. Depending on how much you drink, it could be what I would consider a trucker shit, um, which is more or less like Wendy's chili that's been pureed. (laughs) All right. Anyways, what are you sipping on today, Mister Connor? So. we haven't done this in a while, but we're actually going to be taking shots, I believe. And I've got some vodka that I'll be sipping on. Some uh, Tito's, not sponsored, but I love myself some Tito's. And then uh, Publix had a two-for-one special little BOGO on the Voodoo Ranger. Uh, so I get drinking on an Imperial IPA. Not a bad beer. A little, a little strong, but not bad. Not my choice of IPA, but I respect it. Yeah, it's... Mm, Miller Lite is also not my choice of beer, but we like we like our specials around. Yeah. Like, like cheap beer. Buck. We we like cheap beer, and we love America. It is Memorial Day weekend. It is Memorial Day weekend. What do you got planned? Oh, not a whole hell of a lot, to be honest with you. Tomorrow, just going to be watching the pups around the house. Maybe a pool day on Monday, celebrate everything, nice. and back to work on Tuesday, living the American dream. I think we as the workforce should push and I, I wouldn't say unionized by any means, but I think other countries have tested it. They've done anywhere from a three day week, a uh, three day work week to a four day work week. I think we should push for a four day work week. Hey, I mean, my fiance is on four tens right now and that seems like the best deal I, I could imagine. I mean, personally with my business, I'm currently on a four day work week and I love it. So I, my hours, I've got great hours. I'm working from like 8.30 to 4, Monday my through Friday. Is my hours are shit. I will work a 12 to 14 hour day to make sure I have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. No, that's ass. Yeah, no, that's ass. Uh, but I, I've, got, I've got the weekends off, which isn't bad. The problem is, is you get off of work, and then you've got, what, a, a day that you're kind of just doing shit around the house, getting the errands done. And then after that, you're 
what you finally get to relax on Sunday, and then Sunday goes by like that. Those extra that right. extra day goes Speaking goes nice. Of Memorial Day, we did just have three Chinook helicopters go over my house, so that was loud as absolute shit. Where? Why? I don't fucking know. I'm not is a it, military. Is that normal? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Right. all. <laughs> I wonder if your senator has a phone. I bet he does, and I bet you he's using it right now. <laughs> Probably, but all right, we'll go. We'll get into that segue, <laughs> uh, guys. Let's go ahead and uh, roll that intro, shall we? What happened was we were, we got caught up in a drunk discussion, and then he burned the bacon. Where we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Here's Gerald. Come on, everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> Just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. Dude, tell me more, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, Flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. On in. Discussions. And we are back, guys, gals, theys, and thems. Thank you so much for joining Drunk Discussions Podcast. <laughs> Without further ado, though, I think we owe you all a shot. It hasn't been in a minute, but this is this is a holiday. So cheers. Salud. Cheers, Mr. Sir. Mm. Yep, that's vodka. That is whiskey. How is it? Your back of the cupboard whiskey came from the back of the cupboard. It's pretty good. <laughs> ben, Ben's in the chat. What's up, Ben? Thanks Mr. for joining. Uh, so let's talk about senators. All right. So you just had Chinook helicopters flying over your house. There's been a lot of military training and they've done um, warnings in Texas. They're like, look, there's going to be an increased training exercise going on, um, which kind of catches you off guard, right? Like, yeah, they're training. Yes, tensions are high across the world, but Let's be honest. There's a few things in my eyes that I need to pay attention to if I think shit's about to hit the fan. One of which, uh, debt ceiling still hasn't been met, right? Uh, the, or they haven't, haven't came to agreement on it yet. And um, they're saying right now that, what, by June 5th, I think, is they're saying we're going to default if there's not a decision made? The thing about that is this wouldn't be the first time that the U.S. has defaulted on debt and then passed a debt ceiling after that. And the other thing is with that bill, it's 2,000 pages. What's in the bill? What are they trying to put into the budget? And I mean, that that's the shitty part about our politics. Nothing is transparent. They treat us like mushrooms. We are I think fed shit and kept in the dark. So... <laughs> eat your shit little boy uh yeah. god fuck this gross um yeah so if they could sneak some shit into the in the bill what would be your top what's your top three things you would sneak into a bill because you know they're not fucking reading it so i mean if i'm if i'm one of the current members of congress and the leading party i'm probably sending more money overseas to ukraine I'm probably <laughs> not spending money where we need to. The biggest thing is how are we allocating our resources? Because the the way the budget plays out is if we cut government spending by 20%, I believe we would decrease the deficit by a significant amount over the course of the next three or four years. I think it would almost be eliminated because our GDP is not bad by any means. I don't know the numbers on this. This is not a political podcast. Do not listen to me for any form of financial advice either. 
But I think it goes without saying, if you take what we say out of what the past 73 episodes we've made and you take it for granted or you actually listen to it as a fact, you're probably a, a dumbass. Uh, it's probably the best way to put it. Listen, th- this podcast is called Drunk Discussions. These are not sober thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going into we this with a percent beer. Yeah. <laughs> Believe us, we do pregame before we show up to the party. Speaking of which, I gotta open my second beer. Um, so, so that's one thing, right? The debt ceiling's something that I think shit will end up hitting the fan if the debt if we end up defaulting. Um, millions of people lose their jobs. Uh, military members aren't going to get paid. VA disability members aren't going to get paid. Congress may not get paid. There, that is still up in the air because it's technically never happened to the scale it's happening. The only thing I think would be good out of not of defaulting on that would be Congress not getting paid. Those bastards deserve nothing at this point. <laughs> but they make opinion, so, oh, if I could add shit to it, to the bill, right? I would add in nobody could trade stocks, no family members, no politician. I would put term limits in there for um, Senate, the House, and uh, yeah, that's it. And I mean, th- I mean. We're getting political right off the bat. We are. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, this is the exact reason France is in riots right now and has been for the past six months is because their government can do things without the people's approval. The fact of the matter is the U.S. is not a democracy. This is a republic. We have representatives for us. That we call it a democracy is more of a republic because we have representatives. They can do things that we don't approve of. And I think that's becoming more and more apparent over the years, especially as I age, and I'm sure it's the same for you. Um, and that's the reason France is rioting. And I mean, keep in mind, all they're rioting about is the retirement age being raised to like 64. Our average There's retirement age is at 60, 70, or well, 67. 67, but most people are working far beyond that. Yeah, uh, U.S. retirement age was set at 65. It's been pushed to 67, and not a lot of people actually knew about that. And that just means you're not allowed to, you know, withdraw on your Social Security and things like that until you hit 67. Um, Did they change, like, the, there's so, I used to work in life insurance and health insurance, and part of that was a financial aspect. Do you know if they changed um, the age where you can start drawing on your IRAs? Because it used to be 59 and a half. Uh I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. But back to, back to France real quick. Did you see that they raided the BlackRock headquarters there? Hey, they're doing God's work out there, brother. <laughs> they're doing God's work. <laughs> it's, it's so much more than retirement, if that's the case. Ben put it in the chat. Um, France is just in general trying to change the system to something that the French population wants. And uh, good for them. At least they're and actually if, standing up. If there's one thing the French know how to do, it's revolution. <laughs> they, they do it right, bro. <laughs> they do it right. I think I, we haven't had a good revolu- uh, revolution here in a minute. I mean, I mean we're definitely due ha- for one. And I mean, the thing is, it wouldn't have to be violent, but people need to stand up. I think there are a lot more moderate people in this country that just have no voice than the extremists that do have a voice at this point. And me personally, I, I, I wish, I mean, I don't want anything to get violent. Nobody Did you that. see the battle for St. Selim? No, I have no idea what that is. I'm uh, yeah, so the Battle of St. Selim was like 6,000 different um, members that were involved in France uh, as far as like... Um, not rioting goes, but just protesting it. And it did go violent. Um, tear gas, um, 
or tear gas grenades, rubber bullets, things like that. There's a plethora of injuries that were outcome from it, but it looked like a medieval large war. Just people go- running at each other with shields, throwing bricks, shit like that. Um, and I mean, the sad part is, and I don't know about France and like what their political views are from the police's point of view, but in the did state, you just shit that, yourself? No. Dude, okay. I'm not in my chair. <laughs> to our listeners, I, I, I know you heard that. It sounded like either a Chinook helicopter or he shit himself. I mean, I cannot confirm nor deny. I don't know what that was. Who we'll the ignore fuck that. What was that? Who I the don't know. fuck is that guy? <laughs> Who the fuck? <laughs> we we're about to get a special guest out of nowhere. <laughs> Surprise guest. I mean, I mean why, why the fuck not, right? That was probably Ben. Is that Ben? Yeah. He has privileges. Ben yeah. has privileges. <laughs> Revoke now. Um, <laughs> so fucking veto button right now. This is no. a dictatorship around here. I just want to make that clear. The discussions Discord server is a dictatorship. Yeah. No, I'm a Discord mod. I got my my bearded uh, neck and a uh, Fendora ready to go. I'm changing uh, my name in your Discord to Discord Kitten right now. Oh, that's that's cute. Uh, so we've also another thing that would be a concern is the moment you see high-end political figures in the UK go and disappear from Parliament, right? So they were just to go to the countryside houses if they went on vacation out of nowhere. You know, shit's about to hit the fan. You know, nukes are about to start being exchanged. Um, that's a safe bet. That's a strong statement with the nukes, but. It wouldn't be here. I don't think the U.S. would be involved in the nukes. I think it would definitely I feel be... I like it would be suspect number one to get nukes. Are you kidding nah. me? If, if no. you don't think so? No. No. I think it would be Europe. Um, Europe in general would be a good target for Russia. I think the U.S. would be because if you hit if you hit Europe and not the U.S., you have the full weight of the U.S. military coming down on you. They know if they were to touch the U.S., then it's every country, including the U.S., would become glass. So I mean, I, with NATO, it'd be every NATO country. So you have to hit every NATO country because of what was that Article 17? I don't know which exact article it is, but part of the NATO agreement is if one NATO country gets attacked, we all go to war. Yeah. Uh, another thing, the last thing on my list. So you've got the default. You've got... Um, High powers leaving. The next one would be satellite phones. So it's kind of going to lead into the rabbit hole a little bit. There's a few things that are all kind of happening within the past week that I want to talk about. And hey, I've got a platform. Let's do it. Um, So this is off of CBS News. Senators were just issued satellite phones and offered demonstrations on upgraded security devices. Why would a satellite phone be put into the hands of a senator? So what I've seen from the mainstream media outlets is they're saying it's because of January 6th in this country. January 6th is probably the most peaceful protest we've had in quite a long time in this country, if I'm being honest with you. The, I think the only, there were no injuries and the only damage of property was a couple broken windows. That's extremely minor compared to the other protests we've had in this country within the past four years. So a bit extreme. If they're being handed satellite phones, that indicates to me that something serious is brewing. And I mean, it, it, it's interesting because they, I don't believe they have ever been mandated to take these satellite phones or any form of 
technology of the sort. Here's before, right? here's why you would have a satellite phone. One, you're going to have better coverage in case cell towers go down, right? You're, you can basically get access anywhere that there's satellites. And if you've looked at right. any 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 data, there's they're fucking everywhere. Um, and so hiking, let's say hiking, right? You're out hiking. Satellite phone's probably pretty handy, right? There's no cell towers right. nearby. Walking um, the Appalachian Trail, you're going to want one. I don't think you've taken a look at the senators anytime soon, but I can almost say for certain not a single one of them cunts are hiking. So another use for a satellite phone is emergency communication, right? So emergency communication states that in the, in the event that sail towers or telecommunications are completely disabled and there's an emergency, these phones will still work. Now, there's a few other things that need to be taken into consideration. Faraday bags. So if you were to take your satellite phone, get trained on it, know how to use it and all that, you're not going to fucking use it every day. It's not like you're fucking updating your Twitter feed. You're not doing anything other than making phone calls. They don't even fucking text, right? You're just making phone calls. So here's what I would do if I was a senator. I would take that phone. I would put it in the Faraday bag. And for our listeners that aren't familiar with the Faraday bag, a Faraday bag essentially takes any electromechanical pulse or anything that's directed towards it and rather than allowing it to penetrate into the electronics of the device, it essentially wraps around it. That's why, think about it like this, if you were inside of a pole barn with a metal roof and it's got metal siding on it, odds are your cell phone signal in there is garbage, right? Signals are not able to pass through it. Uh, Faraday bag is essentially the same thing. So if you're a senator, you get trained on it, you put it in the bag and it's there for safekeeping, right? Um, a lot of people back in the day were like, hey, if you have a Faraday bag, if you have a satellite phone, you're probably a, what you would call a prepper. And people kind of laughed at preppers back in the day. But now preppers are pretty, pretty fucking cool. Um, preppers are just ahead of the times. What can I say? And I mean, but, the but, interesting part is only 50 senators got the satellite phones. I don't they won't say which 50 senators actually received them. But if you know about the U.S. Senate for our international viewers, there's only 100 members of the Senate. So the satellite phones were offered to all 100 senators. CBS News, though, learned that at least 50 have accepted the phones. So that means somebody probably reached out and said, hey, did you guys accept this phone? They said, yes, they confirmed it. Um, okay. So they, uh, they have been informed that administrative staff uh, is recommending to the senators to keep it just in their proximity at all times, while they're traveling, while they're in bed, everything. So what would you use the satellite phone for, right? An I EMP. Mean, yeah, I mean, an EMP, which an EMP is an EMP type event would be caused by, a, but is not limited to a nuclear device going off. So it's an electromagnetic are, pulse. It's caused right. by a large outburst of energy in a, in a horizontal direction, right? Right, and I mean, but what I was saying is, if all the senators are getting that, I mean, EMP could come from anywhere. It doesn't have to be from a nuke, but the largest, I guess, from pop culture known reason for having an EMP-type explosion go off would be from a nuclear explosion, because that is something that does happen. Yeah, to do a EMP, to do it, if you were to do it like really hard, no, uh, to, to have an EMP that's strictly based off of energy being dispersed all at once, you're talking a serious amount. There's localized EMPs. Um, you can, you, 
I'm not saying how you can make one, but you can make one with a microwave um, and they're localized. So you basically overload something and it, it will sh basically fry all electronics in, you know, like a 10, 20 foot area. Nothing too crazy. But you're still talking about a pretty immense amount of energy if you were to do that on a grand scale. Right. Easiest way to do that's a bomb. Yeah, the, they, they, it, yeah they, they, and they, it'd be a very, very massive explosion to cause that type of energy. Yeah. Um, nuclear device would be very capable of it, but you're not talking a nuclear device exploding on the ground. It'd be um, in the atmosphere. Air. Yep. It'd be in the stratosphere type deal. Which, which leads back to me saying, yes, if they were to shoot bombs at us, I don't think us really have to worry about being turned to glass. I don't think it would. I don't honestly, I think the U.S.'s military defense capabilities are still yet to be shown how awesome they are. But we're seeing a glimpse of it in Ukraine. Um I mean, essentially, you think about it. A lot of our anti-missile testing devices are actually being tested right now in Ukraine. Right. Um, and it's taking down missiles, hypersonic missiles that Russia was saying it cannot be shot down. Our machines are doing that, which is that's pretty fucking cool. So I think I think you yes, a hypersonic missile coming towards us. I think there's a good chance it would be stopped, especially here in the U.S. I mean, it's a home country. It's not Ukraine. Um, but say you shoot it down and it doesn't cause an explosion in the atmosphere. Cool. But if it does, that's where these phones would come in. Now, could you imagine widespread outages everywhere in the United States? Not, not just everywhere, but mainly along the East Coast, right? So everyone that's on the West Coast, they're, they're, they're living their lives. And all of a sudden, everything on the East Coast goes dark. And then maybe a few hours, everything on the West Coast goes dark. I would imagine within, without any type of emergency broadcast system, because you wouldn't have access to it unless you have one that's stuck away in a Faraday cage or a bag. Um, you wouldn't know, right? So I would imagine within 12 to 24 hours, panic would really start to settle in, right? It's not just a localized event. Some words getting through. Um, it probably happen a lot faster, especially for vehicles that have a uh, um, ECU. Right. So older right. vehicles. I mean, that's another fine. thing is, I mean, your vehicle is not going to work with these modern cars. It'd be but a I lot mean, faster than 12 hours for panic to set in then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but the thing is, um, with the international tensions going on, China has been having shows of force constantly with our borders, in my opinion, being compromised at this point with the new policies and such. Um, wait, 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 wait. What are you talking about? I'm just trying to lead to the point that this is a real possibility that an event oh, like okay. that could happen. Yeah. I don't know too many people in Mexico, though, that have EMPs. Well, it's not just it's not just uh, Mexicans and South Americans crossing, Central Americans crossing the border right now. There's been thousands of Chinese nationalists crossing the border as well. Really? Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I can look it up and share you an article. But there have been a, a lot of Chinese nationalists crossing the border. And I mean, the thing is, with an open border policy is in a in the world we live in today, that is not limited to threats from south of the border, such as cartels and those types of people. Any Don't you feel like localized threats Go is going to be the problem with open borders? You're not really talking on the grand scale. Right, it'd be localized, and I'm talking maybe a city, right, a smaller city, a town, if you will. I think that so, would be the biggest issue. But... So 
from I mean, from what I've seen with there being people, I mean, there are Chinese nationals crossing the border. I've seen that confirmed in the media. Okay. With that being coupled um, with the issues going on right now, I feel like it is a much more international issue than just a localized issue because it's very easy if, if let's say we're just going to, this is all just per se. Let's say Russia is like, okay, U.S. is backing Ukraine. We're going to send Russians through the southern border of the U.S. to infiltrate to infiltrate into the country. Okay, well, it's legal to do so now. Then we're going to send over an EMP blast. We're going to knock out the West Coast. Well, now we have people on the inside already. You're dealing with people in the heartland of America, coupled with a co- uh, an attack from the West Coast. That's a serious problem. So you're saying, well, then in that case, Biden did a decent job um, mobilizing the National Guard to the border. Because in the event something like that were to happen, where communications have completely gone down, you would want a military presence along the borders. You would, because oh, you no have communications. To have one. You have to have one. But I mean, at this point, what what was it? The 14th of May, I believe, that the, the open border deal kind of went went into place, right? Like 14th or the so it 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 was around that time frame, and it was one of Trump's border policies that basically just expired so in that time i guarantee you like if you were to drop me on the southern border and you give me till the 27th of may from let's say the 14th so that gives me what almost two weeks i could definitely make it from the south of texas up until the heartland of america even to the east coast not to mention we're busing people up to chicago new york all over the country that's a serious problem if i mean it's one thing to deal with and invasion from a coast or like a a, a a traditional military type invasion to have people already inside your borders deep inside your borders near your cap near these people that's a serious problem i think it is if you have armed trained military members but at the same time it doesn't make sense in my eyes and here's why let's hypothetically talk and say that you have an EMP that goes off. And let's be honest, even if it's a nuke, there would be strategic locations that you would attack, right? I, we've seen examples of this in the past where I think it was Tennessee. There's that AT&T building that uh, RV exploded out of and it shut down police lines. It shut down telecommunication lines across the East Coast. One building, right? If they were able to rep, say that was hypothetical testing, and it could be more or less, I hate this term. I feel it's like, it's, it's a dirty term, but say it's a red flag scenario where it was honestly the U.S. government testing it, right? They put that guy there, they tested it. I honestly, I think 9-11 was the same concept. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, sad situation nonetheless. If you were able to shut down the East Coast, chaos would ensue especially on the telecommunication side but let's be honest even with a nuke going off you're still talking maybe a two to 700 mile radius where that uh, electromagnetic pulse would end up infecting electronics from my understanding could be a lot bigger um but let's say they're to do a sub-atmospheric explosion of that scale they were to be able to collapse uh the east coast telecommunication center as well as do something over 
say Washington DC where vehicles aren't responding anymore. Um, I, I would immediately suspect that then the case where people on the boot, uh, boots on the ground would be prevalent, right? Um, September 9th episode of Drunk Discussions. Ben, put that in the comment. I want to see what you're talking about. Uh, Habibi the Habibi is in our chat. <laughs> we, got this, we got the Israelis on our side now. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, you shouldn't have let me take that whiskey shot. I'm biting my tongue right now, bro. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, September 9th. That makes sense. Uh, let's see. So you've got where, where did I come from? Where did I go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe. Okay. So senators have been issued satellite phones, right? Now, something that coincidentally right? It's no longer conspiracy theory. It's more or less just coincidence theory at this point. At the exact same time that senators were issued a phone, guess what happened? What's that? Enlighten me. Oh, for some reason. Does, does MoFo stand for something? Is it just motherfucker? Yeah, I think it's just motherfucker. I'll, I'll allow that. I don't know why it flagged it. But anyways. Um, yeah, Twitch is Twitch is garbage. <laughs> Uh, so at the same time that <laughs> the same time that happened, the senators, well, immediately after what I'm about to say happened, senators were provided these phones. Are you familiar with Beirut? I am. Are you familiar with 2020 Beirut when the massive mushroom cloud explosion fucking decimated that city? Yes, I believe that was a ammonium nitrate. So in 2020, the source of a colossal explosion in Beirut, Lebanon, was more than 2,700 tons of ammonium nitrate accidentally detonated, and it killed more than 200 people and injured thousands, right? It's a pretty common chemical. It's used in fertilizer. It's used in a bunch of other shit, mainly fertilizer. Um, but it is highly combustible, highly um, some other examples of it was the 1970 bombing of the University of Wisconsin-Madison campus uh, led to one death and several injuries, and in the 1995 Oklahoma City bombing, which killed 168 people. Uh, there was at least 100, or sorry, 581 people that were killed in 1947 when more than 2,000 tons of the chemical exploded on a cargo ship that had docked in port in Texas City, Texas. The same year in Brest, France, a Norwegian ship that contained about 3,000 tons of ammonium nitrate exploded, and it led to 29 deaths. The reason why I'm saying all this is about 60,000 pounds, and they're using it to seem a little bit more severe than it sounds, but 60,000 pounds is 30 tons, right? What I was just talking about where hundreds of people were killed were tons and tons, thousands of tons, right? Um, so let's see, a 60,000 pounds of chemical uses both fertilizer and an explosive, which I love how uh, CBS News uses that as their first sentence. Uh, is missing after likely disappearing from a rail trip from Wyoming to California last month, according to federal records. A rail car carrying ammonium nitrate left a plant operated by an explosive manufacturer, Dino Noble, Dino Noble in Cheyenne, Wyoming, on April 12th, according to the incident report filed May 10th, right? 32 days later, by a representative of the company uh, with the National Response Center. 28 days. 28 days? 32 days? I don't know. 
Um, the report states the chemical was released due to an unknown cause and discovered missing after a rail car in uh, Saltdale, California, an unincorporated community of more than a thousand miles from Cheyenne. At the time of the report, the car was empty and it's on its way back to Wyoming, according to the company. So you have a notoriously combustible, highly explosive chemical gone disappeared nobody knows where the fuck it's at well somebody does somebody knows where sixty thousand pounds of it is but it doesn't go missing on accident nope and then shortly thereafter all hundred senators were offered satellite phones and from our understanding 50 probably more at the time of this recording have accepted it so i'm gonna look this up real quick my question is open for Policy. And it's in California, and we all know California, especially the th- southern border, is fairly close. Okay, so fairly. T- when did Title 42 end? Is that what it was called, Title 42? Yes. Okay. Um, so, Title 42 ended on May 11th, and when did you say this was stolen? Uh, Title 42 ended on May 11th, and then this was... It was departed. The train left at April 12th, and the incident report was filed May 10th. Okay. So, that doesn't make sense. The train departed after the incident report? No. April, May, right? So, April 12th is when the train departed, and then May 10th is when the report was officially filed. 20-something. Okay, so it was like... 30 30 days later. Okay, so... Okay. Okay. So, so that lines that up. Language. No, that, that absolutely lines up, right? The moment you have the border open, right? That lines up with the time frame you were just talking about. You said May 11th? May 11th is when Title 42 ended. Okay, so on May 11th, borders open. Mm-hmm. But May 10th one day, is when... One day after... Prior? Or before, or did you say May 12th or May 10th? I'm sorry. May 10th, one day before that article expired. I mean, I, I, I hate to be the one to say it, but it's very hard to believe that there's not some form of fucking coincidence there. <laughs> and then, coincidence? Now, coincidence is not causation. And then, less than causation. 10 days later, all the senators were offered satellite phones. Fuck me, that's a coincidence, isn't it? Correlation is not causation, but all I'm saying is that's a funny coinky dink there, brother. <laughs> Though the U.S. cap, so there, there's stuff talking about the insurrection. Um, as far as why the, the devices have the satellite phone, but the insurrection. Uh, I'm sorry, that was not an insurrection. That was not a violent protest. That dude did not deserve 18 years. Like, but uh, I'm sorry. arms uh, Senate Sergeant at Arms Karen Gibson said the satellite communications is being deployed to ensure a redundant and secure means of communications during a disruptive, disruptive event. All right. So from what I'm seeing in all the events that we've laid out today, some real shit's about to fucking go down. I'm what what it's what's coming up. Let's say they're on vacation next week, right? The house is on vacation for next week. They they don't have to show up to work for a week, right? And then the fifth, the U.S. is nice. going to... Yeah, right? <laughs> fucking cunts. Uh, and then immediately after that, we're going to default. As soon as... Before they get back, we'll, we'll default. Yeah. 
So yeah. unless this gets passed within the next what week? No, 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 no. It no. takes so it takes two weeks to implement the change. We're gonna default no matter so what. We're gonna the change default on our debt. We're gonna default on our debt. Thirty tons of and it, basically tannerite. No, no, no. Oh yeah, no. Sorry, thirty. 30. Tons I thought you. pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm tipsy. So, I'm sorry, but with the way things are lining up. It does not look it does not look great for us here in the US. No. Let me ask you. What's your plan? You got one? Uh, well, probably stack bodies. I don't know. <laughs> I've got a I've got a plan, but mine I have a plan, but I'm not going to say it on here. Yeah, I don't want to say it either. <laughs> we can talk afterwards. We'll discuss it. We'll probably link up. <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. My plan includes multiple people multiple families and let's be honest where can you have the best line of sight on a target either open water or in a field because i'm an island boy <laughs> uh, no. i will be heading i mean we've we all talked discuss, about it uh, we've all talked about it but i got family we got guns we got ammunition we got food with me <laughs> so um one thing that i've installed on the bikes uh i ended up getting electric bikes they're yeah. fucking dope have you ever ridden on a yeah on i love them. I, I, a couple years ago i used to go out to pennsylvania and we go downhill mountain biking and this one dude he let me borrow his electric bike and that was like the best thing in the world because you instead of go, having to pedal uphill for like 30 minutes i'd just be sitting there pushing my butt and barely trying <laughs> So uh, I, I learned how to jailbreak it. So my electric bike now goes like 35 miles an hour comfortably. It's like just lime scooters. Bro, the lime scooters are capped at 15. This shit goes fast. You haven't been on a jailbroke lime scooter. Oh, I didn't even think about that. And them bitches fly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shot. Drunk scotions, come on now. Cheers, prost. Uh, let your significant other know I do apologize that I got you on the brown brown goo. Hey, man. Listen. Whiskey is probably one of the most American things I can think of. I'm about to be a real American right now. <laughs> it is a very patriotic to, drink. Yeah, I, I'm about to say some real shit. Well, that's okay. Uh, Listen, that, to all of the viewers out there, whiskey does not agree with some people. I am one of those people. So. We're kind of. Well, we could step away from the weird shit, um, or I can go ahead and just bring it in. Did you see what Target released? The T-shirt that says "Satan cares about my pronouns." He does. In fact, all demons in the Bible refer to themselves as they them. Do they really? Yeah. Do you, uh, so there's a story in the Bible where Jesus casts them, casts a demon out of this man, and. They they say we are like basically like he's like who are you blah 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 trying to figure it out and they say we are legion because there are many demons inside this man all demons infesting people are they, them but isn't God a he as defined in the Bible I don't know I'm pretty sure the like the first sentence in the Bible starts with he. Before you take my word verbatim, uh, viewers and anyone listening to the podcast, you have to remember that when they wrote the Bible, he and man refers to people in general. The word pronoun didn't exist back then, is what he's saying? No. 
I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I'd have to look at the direct translations from Greek, and first I'm going to have to learn Greek. So, <laughs> For starters, though, if you've seen this shirt, conservatives that are getting very upset about it crack me up. They just find something to hate, and they stick to it. It is a dope-ass looking shirt, and I think I may end up getting it. What is it called? Target? Uh, so it? it's Satan? Uh, Satan cares about my pronouns, and then it's a Target shirt. It looks fucking sweet. I may end up getting it. It's just a badass design and stuff like for in general. Images on Google. Yeah, you'll see it. Uh, they blocked it on Google. Oh, that's because you're on the. Uh, you got to go to DuckDuckGo. I am using Google. Uh, anyways, fucking Bezos trying to make me pay for shit. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyways, so uh, Target releases this, and now conservatives are in a fucking uproar about Target. Because, let's be honest, it's Pride Month. It's a bunch of, for starters, to the conservative listeners, I've got a few of them on here. Look, I love you guys, but you sometimes the extremists are fucking stupid. But it goes the same with Democrats. The extremists, fucking stupid. And I, I'll say that as an independent. I'm a libertarian. Extreme in any direction is wrong. Exactly. Like, anal is good. Extreme anal, very bad. Like, it's a little too bad. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense to you? I'm not sure where you were going without which term of anal you're okay, using. Uh, but... Prostate play is good. Extreme prostate play is bad. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. You shouldn't be sticking traffic cones up your asshole. So. Holy shit. That's a t-shirt right there. You shouldn't stick traffic cones in your asshole. <laughs> Hey, I want I want residuals off of that. <laughs> you will be hearing from my attorney. <laughs> you go to your attorney. What the fuck are you trying to sue this man for? Traffic cones in an I'm asshole? Not for anything. I'm trying to send you a contract. <laughs> <laughs> now, if uh, you're selling it without my permission, there's the lawsuit. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. No, what were you saying? Oh, extremes. Yeah, so they found Target to hate. Yeah. For Pride Month, but at the same time, Target's always had Pride gear. You don't, you're not being forced to buy. It. You're not being forced to buy it for your kids. But at the same time, it's a corporation that, for one month out of the year, pretends to care about gay people. Every single corporation does it. Every single fucking major, multi mega Fortune 500 company does it. Hey man, if you don't have that equality score, you're getting your you're getting your tax breaks cut. You're getting your government funding cut. And I mean, the, so. I mean, the thing is with me, when it comes to the pride, I mean, I don't think that a corporation like that should necessarily be selling Satanist gear, personally. But with the woke movement in general, and I'm not attacking anyone, I want to preface that I believe I am with Connery on this, people can do whatever the fuck they want. I believe that married gay people should defend their marijuana farms with machine guns. Like, do whatever the fuck you want. Don't infringe on anyone's rights, but just leave the fucking kids out of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Washington just passed a bill. It. That is very dicey. I don't want to talk about this shit. Um, it's not yeah, it's a, where it's I want a the dicey podcast topic. to go. Yeah, yeah, it's a dicey topic, but I mean, I don't have a problem with what Target did, honestly. I think that extremists on any side will find anything to hate about the other side, and that's why I hate the two-party system, and cheers to that. Any corporation will design a product and only sell it if they know it's going to be bought. It's yeah, capitalism. and I mean, and I mean the the 
the thing is, is they need this. It, it, the, the corporations have come out and said this publicly. They have to get this equality score to maintain their government funding, to maintain their tax breaks, or else they will be penalized financially. There is a... I don't think it's what they're selling. I think it's who they employ that gets that funding. It's what they, pr- it's what they promote. It's um. what they promote right now. That, I mean, they, this the Bud Light CEO came out and said the reason we did the ad with uh what's what's his her name i'm sorry i don't want to like offend anyone but um it was like a mulaney or something like that i'm Mulaney. not sure mulaney is, is the last their name. name yeah yeah um the reason that they the ceo said that they came forward and did that is they knew that it was going to be a problem but they have to maintain this equality score same with my boy miller light here that's why they did the woman made beer, making bad shit, good shit. The whole campaign. Isn't Miller Light by uh, Anheuser Busch? That's a good question. Should say it on the bottle. It should say like part of the Anheuser Busch Foundation or whatever. I don't know. Like I, I know Coors Light. I know Ford. Miller Brewing Company. Subsidiary Anheuser Busch, maybe. I don't know. Doesn't really fucking matter. As long as you enjoy getting throated while you're drinking a beer. No, so they're owned by Coors. Miller oh, Coors is the company so, that owns them. Yeah. Did you know Coors has one of the it is one of the first and largest proponents of LGBTQ community? Yeah. 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 They have they have rainbow cans every Pride Month. Yep. And I mean people get so pissed off at it and it cracks me up. Like, look, it's a corporation is- that's out of 11 months out of the year are are p- doing what they do and you still drink it and for one month out of the year they're trying to hit a group of people that sometimes don't feel enough love i don't see a problem with that as a guy that owns a company i don't see a problem with that i i really don't either i mean my biggest thing is i want people to do whatever makes them feel good i want people to be themselves i have no problem with that personally my biggest thing is one, leave kids out of it because they do not have a fully developed no. frontal cortex and they cannot make decisions for themselves yet to a certain extent. And two, just don't infringe on anybody else's rights. Those are, those are my biggest things. I mean, I really don't care personally what people do. I don't care what corporations do. Just don't shove it down someone's throat. You know what I mean? Um. And I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's such a touchy subject nowadays, which is really sad because in my mind to have an intelligent conversation, you really have to be willing to be offended. So that's very, it's a good way of looking at it. We want to talk about big boom. Big boom. Yeah. Let's go back to ammonium nitrate. Uh, so (laughs) (laughs) we're not touching this with the 10 foot pole, buddy. (laughs) I've I've got a platform where I I fucking poke that bear hard and I do it on a daily basis. The podcast is a different story, but uh, so I am reading here that representatives we're still for live. I'm looking this up on Twitch right now. <laughs> yeah, we're still live. Uh, so there is two. Sp- uh, there's a uh, spokesperson for Union Pacific and Dino Noble. So Dino Noble, the one that's producing the ammonium nitrate, and Union Pacific, who was shipping it, right? Uh, they should 
engage all necessary parties, including law enforcement, to, uh, to ensure that any potential causes and impacts are addressed swiftly and thoroughly. However, there's, uh, they did say in a statement that the disappearance of the chemical should not threaten the, pro uh, the public. So what they're trying to allude to is say that the fertilizer is designed for ground application and quick soil absorption. If the loss was resulted from a rail car leak, if, keyword if, the loss was resulted from a rail car leak over the course of transportation from origin to destination, the release should pose no risk to the public health or environment. Um, it's still in the early stages of the investigation. However, they're saying that we do not believe there is any criminal or malicious activity involved. That's definitely an HR, like, or not a HR, that's a PR that statement. That is a very corporate approved statement. That went by at least 100 people's eyes before it ever reached the public. <laughs> I'm just saying. So how big is the fucking leak on this rail car? They're saying that the route, which spans a thousand miles, uh, is essentially how far I travel, right? So you have 60,000 pounds, 30 tons of powdered ammonium nitrate that's being shipped and it's going a thousand miles do you have a fucking hole the size of a tire in your rail car i would oh, imagine it ain't so, a pinhole so one of the one of the claims i saw was that maybe a rail car was left open i'm sorry but just i worked in shipping receiving that ain't that happening shit, that shit don't happen bro it doesn't happen I mean, if that happened, fucking East Palestine would have been a bigger deal than it was. <laughs> I mean, that's a train derailment. That's a whole different fucking deal. If that shit wasn't closed off and it wasn't allowed to vent properly, been a bigger, yeah. bigger yeah. issue. Oh, I mean, you would have been talking about thousands of miles of leakage. Um, would, have, would have been more dispersed. And I mean, the thing is, with those type of chemical leaks, dispersion kind of solves all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but the ammonium nitrate, I mean, the thing is, you don't want that slipping into the wrong hands. That's a very dangerous chemical. I mean, with my industry I work in, I work in lawn and landscape, I do fertilizing. I respect the chemicals I work with for growing lawns because I know that they are dangerous. One, carcinogens, and two, very flammable. So you have to be careful with this type of shit. And the fact that not an insignificant amount went missing, I mean, 30 tons, 60,000 pounds is an extremely significant amount. I mean, you're talking an entire rail car going missing. I don't Probably think more than one. I don't think Dino Noble is a publicly traded company i mean they do have they on are Bloomberg. probably owned owned under a bigger conglomerate well so dino noble itself though i went to bloomberg and i couldn't find anything about it if you were to google dino noble st um stock share or stockholders dino noble it'll take you to the bloomberg reports right the page is basically deleted there is nothing there right now they are a subsidiary of Incitec Pivot, Pivot Limited. Operating uh, in Australia, Canada, the United States, Africa, Indonesia. Okay, that's a bunch of commas. But so you're talking about Incident Pivot Limited. Let's Google them. Uh, Yahoo Finance. They are a Vanguard stock. Vanguard? 
And Bierenstein, yeah. Here's the craziest thing about these big companies. The bigger you dig, there are three companies that fucking own them. Vanguard, BlackRock, and I don't know who the other one is, but it's fucking insane, man. It's crazy that they had that disruptive of a fucking material go off. And as of close today, they had a 3% grow. The actual stock itself has gone up 3% in just a day. That's actually an insane amount of money. An insane amount. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, did they did they plummet before? Uh, it looks like they had over the course of. I guess we could use one month as. You a say. Three. These, these pages aren't loading. <laughs> uh, yeah, go figure. That's how that works. Uh, so. Yeah, we had a... Why can't I view this graph? Let me see your holes. We all want to see the holes. Dynamic chart. Okay, here we go. So as of February, they had a massive... So from February, they went from $3.85 a share of 2023, right? And Mm -hmm. in April, they had a massive drop as well down to $13.20, or sorry, $3.20, and right now they're sitting at $3.13, but they had a grow of 3% just today. So, I don't know. I'm not a stock guy, but so far it looks like they're not doing that well. Their stocks went from a very high point to very low point very quick over a month though they have seen a massive growth spurt so and also own the train that went um and no derailed itself in east palestine was that a different company that was norfolk southern norfolk southern that's so september of 21 they had a very low point of two dollars and 36 cents per share but right now actually that's the highest they have been and that is three dollars and three cent so they they have increased from 2001 but i would imagine after something like that but it wasn't really like broadcasted that much not a lot of people knew about that uh going norfolk southern had a massive drop after there so i'm surprised so norfolk southern is also owned by vanguard group yeah blackrock and vanguard but it's not surprising to have a company like blackrock or vanguard have a a massive hold over basically any major corporation. I well, mean, that's... it is disgusting and it is suspicious. No, it's definitely suspicious. But at the same time, you're talking about the largest holders in, in the world. Correct. They're going to invest in everything. And, and I think like on average in every industry, I'm talking telecommunications, trade, um, Energy, they have a minimum of like a 6% hold over the entirety of the market on every single, in every single industry. So that's pretty significant. Um, But yeah, uh, before we get too drunk, uh, did you say it's almost time for another shot? (laughs) You want to, you want to have a shot and close her out? I think we should have a shot and maybe have a little bit of a casual discussion. You know, it's been pretty fucking heavy hearted today. Yeah, you cheers, know. buddy. Let me pour up. Let me pour up. Hold oh, yeah, okay. You pull up. Yeah, let me pour up. Yeah. We need to talk about something a little bit lighter. Something we lighter. We ought to have something and not be cut out for the podcast. <laughs> I know Don't it's all downhill from here on like the third ten... shot of whiskey. Hey, man. You ready? Go after 
Cheers, brother. Um, for all of our listeners, obviously Paul wasn't here today. Um, he is, I think he's at the Indianapolis 500. Let's talk about the Indianapolis 500, bro. Is he there right now? I think he's in Indianapolis. I mean, obviously the race is tomorrow. I, I heard an interesting fact here the other day. The Indianapolis 500 can host more people than any other venue in the entire world and is claimed up to hold up to 370 to 400,000 people. Really? Yeah. So, and the reason being is there's a lot of standing room. There's a lot of grass people can sit on. It's a very open space and it's built into the ground. But did you, another fact I heard on, this is all coming from the radio. So I can kind of verify this because they wouldn't say this shit on the radio unless it was like double, triple, quadruple verified. They will not air the Indianapolis 500 live on television unless it is a sold out crowd. Really? Yeah, so any Indianapolis 500, if you do not hear it as a sold-out crowd, just know that that is not 100% sold out. And it's a very vague number as to what the sellout is. So at the time of recording, uh, everyone that's listening to this on Memorial Day, happy Memorial Day. Make sure to not thank your veterans, but to think about the ones that didn't come home. Uh, It is the 107th running is happening in 17 hours. And... I've gotten some good word from Paul. Um, Paul's having a great time. He is pissed drunk right now. And I'm pretty sure he just did a naked uh, um, water slide or like a slip and slide with a bunch of people. So he's having a great time. Nobody wants to see that. I apologize to anyone in attendance that had to view that. I don't understand how Paul has a dad bod without being a dad. You want to just diss Paul the last few minutes of the podcast? Hey, man, I'm down. <laughs> he's going to be listening to this, driving to work on Tuesday, and he's going to be like, these motherfuckers. Fucking assholes. God damn it. Hey, man. I mean, you remember you know, when Paul, Paul, he is a he is a prior service member. Is he still in the guard? I mean, I no, he was honor or no, he was just dis- general discharged. Oh, you got that DD 214. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's like, I love the guy, but you remember when he had that beard? I'm talking the, fucking the, whiskey tango beard. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck they let him show up to drill with that shit, bro. I don't think they. I I think he stopped. That's growing probably it. why he got discharged because he had that nasty ass beard. Okay. <laughs> Remember when Paul thought he was a Viking and had the braided hair? He still does that shit every now and then. He's got the mustache right now. It's okay. I'm in the process of growing my shit out. But you gonna I braid to- it though? No, I have to cut it in probably two or three weeks for pre-marriage photos. We never did official engagement photos, so I got to, like, get this shit cut. That's why I'm growing out the facial hair, man. I really wanted to rock with the 90s porn stash, but then I realized I had no sharp razors, and I was like, I am not about to do that to myself. You need to find yourself a Hispanic barber, dude. Those guys know how to line you up like fucking crazy. So I'm pissed because... Growing up my entire life, I had the exact same barber. And he's a G. Dude was in his, probably when I met him, like, late 40s, when I when he retired, like, mid to late 50s. Best haircuts ever. Have not been able to find a good barber since. I mean, I was like, going to a dude over near my place, and he does a good job, and my hair looks good, but he doesn't clean his fucking clippers. 
That's gross. I, I can see, yeah, exactly. And my hair, my head will itch for like two or three days. Oh, you got the fucking barber aids. Yeah, bro. And I'm like, I, I'm not going back to him. That's why my hair is so fucking long right now. I'm like, I'm not going back to this guy, but I don't know of another good barber near my area that can do a nice little skin fade, just clip up the top. You know, I, I don't want nothing special, but like just do a clean fade and just clean my shit up, bro. Since since I've been in Florida, I've been visiting Hispanic barbers nonstop. Those are the only people I trust to cut my hair. And I decided I am, to I am reach about, a little bit. I am about ready to fly down to Cape Coral on Allegiant Airlines just to get my fucking hair cut. It is it for the price? Yeah, no, it's worth it. Like I, I mean what are we talking like like twenty, thirty bucks for per cut? $25 for a cut and beard. Okay, I will fly down there over the weekend. If I can stay with you, we chill for you. a weekend. I'll get my hair cut. We'll do a podcast live. It'll be lit. Yeah, no, I got you, man. No, like, right, but then. you see this haircut right now? This The fucking uh, Q-tip that I got going on? Yeah. Did you hear the story behind that? No, no. What's up? All right, so I get off work on a Friday, and I'm like, I'm about to go see a client for my my own company, and I'm like, I want to look good, you know? So sure. I'm like, I'll go hit up these Jamaican barbers down the road. They're like five minutes from where I work. I was like, let's get a let's get a haircut from a Jamaican. They probably know how to cut hair, right? They do. They know how to cut hair. They don't know how to cut white people hair, though. <laughs> I swear to God, bro, I was committed to a hate crime. Like, they, they left the first inch and a half of my head this... This this height, right? Oh, they gave yeah. you with the fucking. They gave me a, a a fucking like amigo haircut, and they left the top of my hair like five inches long, I was gonna say, and they, they just they... let it come over, and they left an inch and a half on the front. They basically gave me a skin fade all the way around my head, but left the top of my head long, and it just it looked like garbage. So I came home, my wife she couldn't even keep a fucking straight face, and she was like, "You need to cut that." I was like, uh, "Yeah." I know. So I remember specifically. So I grew up wrestling. That was like my entire life. I grew up wrestling, martial arts. Like I've been, I've boxed, I've done everything. But I, respect, I specifically remember being in youth wrestling and I'd see these kids and it was always a country kid and they'd have a buzz cut up until the last inch, maybe inch and a half of their hair. And it'd just be bangs. And I'd be like, what the fuck are your parents doing to you, bro? Like this is criminal. This hey, is dude. fucked up. What school did you go to? Oh wait, no. We'll we'll I'm save that for an after. We'll save that till after. But anyways, uh, let's go to closer out, guys, gals, days, thems. Thank you so much for listening to Drunk Discussions podcast, guys. We appreciate you being here, uh, supporting us throughout this. Um, yeah, this is the podcast. If if you liked it, cool. Share it with your friends. If you didn't, give your balls a tug. You tit fuck. <laughs> Peace. Hey.